0: Hello, podcast listeners. How's it going out there? We have hit December. How is that even possible, right? It's also hard to believe that at the end of the month, we will be closing out a decade. I have no idea where it all went. But I'm glad that you're along for another episode of Uniquely Kentucky. This week, I am sitting down with a Kentucky gal who has been singing her lungs out since she was just three years old. Many of you may know her from her time as a contestant on The Voice. Mackenzie Thomas hails from a small community in Fleming County, and she will soon release her new album, "Hymn," just in time for Christmas. From WKYT Podcast, this is Uniquely Kentucky. I'm your host, Amber Potts. Welcome in, everybody, to Uniquely Kentucky. I'm honored today to have a gal that has spent some time in the national spotlight. She's a Kentucky gal. Uh, she's been singing forever, but you might know her from The Voice, just what, last season, Mackenzie Thomas. Mackenzie, welcome. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: You are so popular. Um, I got the pleasure of watching you for many years singing at Moorhead State University and you would sing at gala and I would be backstage and I would be like, wow, where's that voice coming from in that body? (laughs) Where did the love of singing come from from you?
1: Um, I've been singing since I was like two or three. Um, of course, I don't remember that far back, but I have hear, I've heard stories basically for a long time. Um, my grandmother on my dad's side, my mom Thomas, she used to sing that we were in a church band together even for a while. Um, but she kind of inspired me to start singing and then I just started singing in church when I was really young, you know, as barefoot holding the hymnal upside down cause I couldn't actually read at that time. But yeah, I've been singing forever, so
0: you have such a soulful sound, and when I see you on stage and hopefully when other people watch you, it's like you really get drawn into every word that you're singing. Where does that come from in you? Um, That's a good question. So I have awful
1: stage fright, first and foremost, so one of like my ways to cope with that is to close my eyes when I sing. And I've noticed that over the years – Closing my eyes, it kind of helps me just focus on the words. And therefore, when I'm focusing on the words, I'm really trying to like understand what I'm singing and, and all of that. Mackenzie,
0: so. I would never know that you have stage fright because you look like... You are so at home on stage. I mean, you look like you were made to perform, and I mean that. It's
1: awful stage fright, (laughs) like awful. Like, I don't even sing at family reunions. It's so bad.
0: I also get the impression that even sitting down for a podcast is kind of difficult for you. A little bit, a little bit. So you are most at home, just caught up in the moment of a song, probably, right? Yeah, definitely. It seems like to me that you're kind of drawn back to, as I said, those soulful songs, uh, church spiritual songs mm-hmm. is that where your heart lies when it comes to the music that you like to put out
1: as far as the music that I want to put out and like the artists that I want to be like I love gospel music that's um you know I started singing in church so that's always been something that's um kind of I've held very near and dear to my heart but I also love R&B um because of how soulful it is and because of the lyrics and the melodies and stuff like that so I'd like to be able to be one of those crossover artists that gets to do both
0: yeah. yeah. You took a leap of faith and you went with like thousands of other people to try out for only like the biggest show on television, The Voice. Um, the first go round didn't really go your way, right? No, it didn't. Um, what did you take away from that time of them telling you you're not right at this moment, but come back to us?
1: Well, to be completely honest, I actually had laryngitis the first time I auditioned. Um, I came down with it about two days beforehand, and, like, when I got home from – not after, like, not getting a chair turn, I went to the doctor, and they're like, we don't know how you're talking right now because it was really bad. Um, so I wasn't at my best, and I do feel like that had I, had I not had laryngitis, I could have gotten a chair turn, but I still don't think I would have been ready for it. Um, having that experience – when going back the second time to do it, I was much less nervous, still crazy nervous, but much less nervous than I was the first time. And I had kind of matured. I'd been through some stuff and like, you know, had a, a just more mature mindset. So I was ready
0: for everything that came after getting that chair term. So then you go back, what was it, season 15? hmm. Um, and man, I mean, I, 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 I watched last night because I had to go back and I had to remember the song. So you belted out on stage. I believe in you and me because you love me, a Celine Dion song, which mm-hmm. is crazy good, vision of love, emotion, the rose, and then you get on team Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. Wow, what an incredible experience. What was that like? It was a
1: journey. Um, I stayed very tired, like I slept for probably three weeks, like straight after I got back. Um, But I made a lot of friends. I made a lot of connections. I learned a lot about not just music in general, but like how the industry kind of works. Um, You know, the friends were the big thing because I have probably two or three solid, really good lifelong friends that I formed from being out in L.A. filming that show, Um, some of which that I'm even like working on music with. So, yeah.
0: What was it like? Was there ever that moment where you're standing there in the middle of all of the hubbub of the show and you go, I'm just a gal from Fleming County. I'm just a gal from Wallingford. Did you ever have that moment? What was it like? All the time. Um, Yeah, I caught myself thinking many, many
1: times, like especially during the busy moments and like the times like getting off stage after performing and, you know, seeing the coaches there. Like I swear every time I got off stage, I was like, dang, (laughs) like just like a couple months ago, I was singing at churches for in revivals and and, you know, not making music, not even writing music, like not doing anything like that. I was working a desk job at Tim Short and. No, no offense to them, but I was hating it. <laughs>
0: you know, a lot of people don't know the behind the scenes. How did you get to pick your music? How uh, how much of a say did you have in what you got to perform on the show?
1: You had quite a bit of say um, in what you wanted to perform. Like, if, if you got to pick from certain lists, of course, you have to, like, take into consideration that at the end of the day it's a show, so every song that they have on it, they have to get cleared. Not every song is easy to get cleared. Like, Beyonce's music... She won't let people use her songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Mariah is pretty picky with her music, but she's not nearly as picky as like Beyonce mm-hmm. and the Whitney and and stuff like that. Like it, they have to be able to get a song cleared in order for you to do it. So they have a limited number of songs that people can perform on the show. That's why you see over the you know sixteen, seventeen seasons that there's been so many different versions of the same song. Sure,
0: being mentored by someone like Jennifer Hudson. Wow, I mean, what was like the biggest thing that you learned from her? Jennifer
1: constantly reminded me, like, her one thing was just to remind me to just sing how I naturally sing and just to be Mackenzie. Um, Yeah, she was just, I don't know, she was just really down to earth and always wanted me to stay true to myself and my roots and not try and change my voice or anything to... Um, adhere to what other people wanted it to be.
0: Had to be awesome being styled because you looked amazing every time you (laughs) hit the stage. That's going to take a little bit off your mind that you're like, okay, I can sing, but somebody else is going to make me look glam today, right?
1: Yeah, I did enjoy wardrobe. Um, Fittings weren't always the most fun because we were in heels for hours and hours just standing there getting measured. Um, But they were pretty good about not making sure to not put you in something that you didn't want to wear, that you were uncomfortable in. Like, there were a couple times where I was like, I don't think I can wear these shoes because, you know, I'm flat-footed and I got to sing. And I'm used to singing barefoot and, like, in flats because I'm a country girl. But, um, yeah, the wardrobe was really cool, especially considering I got to keep all the gowns.
0: Did you? Yes, all of them. That is cool, right? They of course the experience. They customize they yeah.
1: customize a lot of them. So it's like, you know, nobody else has your exact specific body measurements. Shoes they don't let you keep though, which is tough.
0: That's the bummer too. I because love like shoes. when you find a good pair of shoes and like yes. if you fell in love with them, you're like,
1: dang. They it. they did though. They did sneak me one pair, my stylist that I was assigned there. She snuck me this pair you of boots tell. that I loved. And the only reason she gave them to me is because they were starting to get too dingy for the show. But they were so comfortable. I wore them until I broke them.
0: When you look back on that experience, um, it would have been so easy for you to not have tried out for The Voice. Mm -hmm. But now looking back where you are and just, you know, you are a name now that people recognize. And you will always have Mackenzie Thomas, The Voice, whether you like it or not, Mm -hmm. kind of tied to you. Uh, what do you take away from from it now, now being able to become almost like a year removed looking back?
1: Um, I wouldn't change a thing, in all honesty. Uh, not only has that opportunity, you know, given me new friends, but it's given me, you know, the inspiration to start writing my own music and really start turning this craft into a career, Um my end goal is to not be famous. It's just to be able to make a living doing music. And that really opened the door for that. Like I don't have to work a desk job now, which is great because that's just not me. Um, even though I didn't know for a long time that that wasn't me. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing cause it's opened a lot of doors.
0: There was a little bit of hubbub. You were eliminated in what the top eight, the semifinals is what yeah. they call it. There's a little bit of a hubbub about, uh, maybe you would have made it if people were what spelling your name, right. Or in the voting process, there was all this online hubbub over that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, I think I was the last person eliminated because they went from top eight to top four. And I think I was the last one um, Kennedy beat me out mm-hmm. on my team, which is great, you know, because she's I didn't want to win anyway, to be completely honest. Um, but Kennedy was great. She's phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, my name never gets spelt right. <laughs> I was looking at this advertisement for an event that I've got to do in a couple of months. And uh, they didn't spell my name right, and, like, they, it's like, you're paying me to be there, and you didn't even spell my name right, but it's okay, because I'm,
0: you know. It's you're a, still going to get the check anyway. <laughs> that's honey. true,
1: that's true, and the <laughs> exposure, so it's all good. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I would have made it to top four had that not been an issue, had I had a simpler name, but. At the end of the day, I still got to be there till the finale and perform in the finale, and I was just, like, minus all the stress. So I was really okay with
0: it. How did you get over the stage fright? Because it's one thing to be, as you said, performing at a church for their revival, Mm -hmm. but to know that not only are you in front of the people that you were in front of on The Voice, but that millions of people are watching. Did you have to, like, psych yourself up every time you went on?
1: I think it was easier because in my head I could convince myself before each performance that yeah okay there were cameras everywhere and people were going to be watching it but the studio audience wasn't as big I've performed for bigger crowds than their studio audience um and been okay. I've survived that. So I guess I just kind of convinced myself that, oh, you know, this is just the studio audience I'm performing for right now. Da, 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 da.
0: <laughs> I read that you really want to use your music and the way you perform as sort of a, a message because you've often been the subject of bullying potentially. And we've all been there. A lot of people face that. Talk to me about that and, and being able to use your God-given gift to kind of I don't know, break that for other people mm-hmm. or show people that, you know, you don't have to live a life of being bullied.
1: Okay. Um, well, in high school and, like, in middle school and stuff, I actually wasn't bullied that much. I was just a loner, like, mm-hmm. by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a, you know, band nerd, art nerd, geek, music, whatever, you know, academic team, future problem-solving team, played all the, the drums and stuff like that. Um, it wasn't actually until I got a bit of a following that I started getting more, Mm -hmm. um, hate, I guess you can call it. Uh, but that being said, at the end of the day, the love that I receive outweighs the hate. So it's kind of gotten pretty easy to push it off. I've had to put a couple people in their place nicely. Um, just because I specifically in regards to like my Instagram page and stuff, I don't want there to be any sort of negativity or hatred spread on it. So I like to correct people when they come at me I guess um, but I'm always respectful with it um, being on the show kind of helped me become more graceful in regards to my air quotations comebacks sure. just because that's the only word I can think of mm-hmm. at the moment um, but yeah I mean I always I try to especially on social media because that's where my biggest following is now um, to just you know remind people to just be themselves because God created you the way that you are for
0: a reason and da 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 da, da you know, yeah. all that. So, um, yeah. Good for you. What is Mackenzie Thomas doing these days? I mean, you're getting ready to go out on a tour in 2020. Mm-hmm. You've got some new music coming out. So yes. tell me all the new things that are happening in life.
1: Uh, so I'm going on a gospel tour in 2020. I don't have all the details set in stone yet because we're still working on them as sure. we speak um but all that information will be put on my website and everything once we get it all settled um let me see I'm working on music I've got an album releasing hopefully December 17th it just depends on the paperwork sometimes it takes longer to get stuff through lots of people think that like when you release music it's just you you just upload it and you're good but there's a whole lot you got contracts and all that so we're working through that right now hopefully December 17th that'll be an R&B inspired album Mm -hmm. um there will be a duet on there, actually, too, with my good friend, Kirk J. He's like a big brother to me. He made it top four yeah. on the show. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm just performing everywhere that I can. Um, getting ready for Christmas. I got all my Christmas shopping done, so that's great.
0: That's awesome. Yes, good so for you. You're a busy happy. gal. You have to get that done. What was it like? Because I know, you know, even, even though The Voice wasn't on our station, we still had people calling going, you know, Are you going to cover this? Mackenzie's going to be home. Are you going to, you know, what was it like having that entire, because I'm from a small town, so I know what it feels like to have that love of a small town. Mm -hmm. What was it like to have all of Fleming County behind you? Did you feel it?
1: Yeah, I was super appreciative. My parents would always send me, um, like, pictures and video clips and stuff uh, from when they'd all gather at, like, the Dairy Queen in Flemingsburg or at the high school or something to watch the episodes and cheer me on. So um, it kind of really helped me get through that being away from home too that was that was a big part of it um but yeah it was because I didn't think many people in my town actually really knew me I mean like yeah I sang at the churches a lot and a lot of the baseball games and stuff but a lot of people don't pay attention to stuff like that so it was it was nice to be known I guess um but,
0: yeah, I was really more so just appreciative of being appreciated. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. You do a lot to give back. I mean, if you look at your social media, it seems like you're always trying to do a little something here or there. I know recently, maybe back in um, October, uh, you were able to help donate about $2,000 worth in shoes yeah. back home. That seems like that's really important to you. Why? Um, I Okay, so
1: Fleming County is not, like, the most wealthy area um, especially like Wallingford, the area that I live in. It's, it's a very poor community in all honesty. Uh, it's a great community and the people there are great and the children there are great. And being as they gave me so much support, it wouldn't feel right for me to not be able to give something back when I know that I can, you know, they've helped me secure my career. So the least I can do is like, you know, help the kids make sure they got shoes and socks and stuff for the winter months or, you know, give some Thanksgiving turkeys and stuff sure. because to some families that won't be able to. Um, yeah, as far as the shoe drive, the shoes for sharing thing that we, me and my mother came up with, um, Jennifer throwing her shoes gave us the idea for it. And so when I actually contacted Jennifer, she donated like $1,500 wow. uh, to the cause to go towards shoes and socks and stuff. And then I also held um, at the smoke and barbecue festival that was the first one that Fleming County had, I held a talent competition and we're going to make that an annual thing. We'll probably have one in June sometime. Um, the next one where we gave away, you know, we got sponsors, we got donations from there. Um, it was like donate a pair of shoes or, you know, a donation to get admission to the festival sort of thing. Um, yeah, we got like 2000 pairs of shoes and, We had some people win the talent show, so they got some exposure online via my Instagram page. Mm. Um, And just got, you know, experience performing and stuff because there were a lot of people there that did the talent show who weren't used to performing in front of live people. So, yeah, I don't know. It's been a ride. Have you
0: found that moment maybe a couple of times over potentially, but where, you know, someone's come up to you and and they really look up to you or they say, wow, you've really inspired me to – get out there and sing or overcome my stage frights?
1: I get messages on my social media all the time. Um, I try to respond to them as frequently as possible. But if I'm being completely honest, I try to stay off social media as much as I can just because it takes up so much of my time already. Um, But there's like nothing I love more than when I'm in public somewhere or singing at a church and like a little kid comes up to me and wants like a photograph or something. Like, you know, to know that they might look up to me. That's that's a really heartwarming thing.
0: Oh Mackenzie, let's do um I have a little um speed round of questions. Okay. Okay, let's see. Your go-to song always to sing.
1: Oh man. Um
0: Oh. It's not really a speed round, you can think about it.
1: Okay, cool. Um my go to hold on, I could tell you. She's got her phone. Let me see here. Um uh, I'm gonna look at like my most played Okay, it does. It sounds like it's a bad song title, but I swear it's not. It's called Smoking Cigarettes by Tweet. She's this old, like, soul R&B singer. If you haven't heard of her, you need to check her out. She's amazing. All right. The
0: song you hate to sing that maybe people ask you to sing. Mm.
1: A song that I don't like to sing that people ask me to sing. I'm not going to lie to you. Usually if I don't like to sing a song, I don't sing it. Okay. I'm, I'm not the biggest Christmas music fan, though, well, Like Well as far as singing it. I love listening to it, jamming to it in the car, but I'm not as big on singing it. What about the national anthem? Is that a song that, like... That's one of the songs I'm always most nervous to sing. I because bet. you cannot mess
0: up the national anthem, and it's very hard. Good deal. It was written for a man's range. <laughs> Good deal. Most embarrassing moment on stage
1: back in I think it was middle school or early high school I was at a band competition like an all-state band sort of thing and we had just performed and as we were walking off stage I tripped over the foot of a timpano um and yeah also might have passed gas while I did it because I hit it so hard and I know that everybody saw me because I hadn't gotten off the stage yet. So Oh,
0: Mackenzie. Yeah. Oh, Mackenzie. You it was know embarrassing. what? It is embarrassing, but life goes on and you're probably the only person that remembers that.
1: Uh, th- that and my band teacher, yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> the one thing that people like uh, wouldn't guess about The Voice about your time there.
1: Um, one thing that I think people wouldn't guess because it, you know, it's a Hollywood show, it's that type is that, you know, before every competition, mm, the majority of the contestants, we always prayed before every show, but whether it was a rehearsal or or a uh, results show or a performance show.
0: Was that just somebody that it was kind of just driven by one of you guys that did it? or
1: No, we all, even up until the end, wow. from the first episode to the last episode, there was always a group of at least like five of us at a time. We'd awesome. all pray when we had the chance.
0: Um, something that people just wouldn't know about you. Mm, something people wouldn't know about me. Um, huh.
1: I'm pretty like pretty much an open book, even like on my social media, people like usually know pretty much everything there is to know about me. um, I guess okay, so my pinky toenail it's weird, it's not like ugly or gross, but it doesn't grow like out like a normal toenail. It kind of grows up, if oh boy. that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. It's ho- I could pick, like I could show a photo. I might have to post it on my Instagram. Oh, or no, it's not mind. gross though. See, I it's ask these
0: questions and I learn so much. Maybe things that I didn't. <laughs> know. Your music idol. Oh man. Um, I don't
1: think I have a set one. I would say like my top five would be like, Jasmine Sullivan, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, and.
0: Hmm. Maybe like the Clark sisters or something or mm-hmm. Tamia or something like that. If you could collaborate with anybody, living or dead. Mm, that's a good one.
1: It would probably either be Brandy or Kirk Franklin.
0: Wow. Yeah. What about all three of you? That would be That great. would be cool. That awesome. would be cool. The person that you would love to open a show for.
1: Um, I would love to open a show, gosh, for like, I don't know, maybe like Tamia or Jasmine Sullivan or Brandy or something, or even Kirk Franklin. I would love to open a show for anybody that'll have me that I like, you know, I just opened a show not too long ago for Tasha Page Leonard, um, formerly Tasha Page Cops. for Mm -hmm. those that don't, that don't know, but, um, yeah.
0: Talk to me about your new music that's coming out. What will people find in it? Um what where's the inspiration coming from for this new music um
1: for the album that i'm gonna be dropping i wanted it to all be kind of inspired by that late 90s early 2000s style of r&b like those female artists like faith evans and brandy Ooh, and tamia yeah. and stuff like that um Tony Braxton, even Destiny's Child, like I wanted it to kind of have a feel that reminds you of that. But I also wanted it to kind of draw from other places. So like I've got one song that I'm doing with Kirk J. And while it feels R&B, it also kind of feels a little country, but not like modern or old school country or anything like that. Um, But then I've got like another song that kind of almost has like a Latin feel to it, but it's still very much R&B. So I don't know, R&B kind of just that genre in general inspired the music that I'm working on now. But Now that that music's done and in the process of being released, I'm working on a gospel album.
0: Good for you. Cool. What's the one thing that you really um, didn't know about the business side of the world? Because I would think that's also come at you just as fast as everything else that you've had to also kind of go, whoa, all right, I'm I'm having all this thrown at me now Mm -hmm. when it comes to the business side.
1: Um, I would say for the business side, I didn't realize just how extensive the number work is um stuff like contracts and stuff like that I didn't realize how much work means to actually be put into stuff like that I didn't realize that you can't just whip something up like you've got to get it approved by certain people and and there's just there's a whole bunch that goes into it that I had no clue yeah
0: yeah um when you go out on tour um that's got to be something kind of cool too because now you're going out with like a group of different people Mm going to be seeing kind of different cities all over the place are you looking forward to that yeah
1: that'll be a new experience for me um so i'm definitely looking forward to it
0: where can people Mackenzie, if they want to find your new music that's coming out they want to just maybe see if you've got upcoming shows where do people you know touch base with you
1: Um, so as far as seeing upcoming shows and stuff, you can look at my Facebook artist page, which is just my name, Mackenzie Thomas, or you could go to my website, which is mackenziethomasmusic.com. Um, as far as music that I've already released and that I'm going to be releasing, it's on all platforms. So you got iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, everything, but, but like SoundCloud. So
0: yeah. Gotcha. What advice do you have? Because, you know, there are so many people that are looking to make their mark, Looking to break into the business, um, and now you've sort of done it yourself. I mean, I know you still have a ways to go, but what would you say to people?
1: Um, don't wait for somebody to discover you because that it's just going to take a long time. Um, as far as like auditioning for a show and stuff, if, post videos, like be proactive, send like bug casting agents, like send them your stuff over and over again until they notice you. Um, don't wait for somebody to find you because then it's just, it's going to take forever.
0: Yeah. Isn't that the amazing thing though, that, you know, we have so much at our fingertips now with social media Mm -hmm. and YouTube. And I mean, you can literally put yourself out there every single day if you want. Definitely.
1: I've had like probably seven viral videos at this point because I'm proactive and I choose to, you know, look at what trends and, you know, make my own version of it and then post it. And if that one doesn't work, do it again. If that one doesn't work, do it again. Like.
0: Where does Mackenzie Thomas see herself in, let's say, five years? If this has been the last year of your life, the whirlwind that was from The Voice Uh till now, where do you want to be in five years?
1: To be completely honest, in five years, I would hope to be married and starting a family Um, and, you know, just continuing on in music. Eventually, I want to, you know, maybe um, stop touring as much and have like my own little like, I don't know, vocal... uh, lesson studio sort of thing um but i would love to be able to like start giving my grandparents some grandbabies one day uh that's like uh, being a mother is a big goal of mine sure yeah
0: i that was not what i was expecting i was thinking of this like have like so many albums and the hit song and that's all. i mean all that would be nice it would be great yeah
1: all that'd be nice um it would just be a bonus yeah. but a big thing i would i really want to be like a wife and a mother so oh
0: mackenzie thomas well i know that there are a lot of people in your hometown, there are a lot of people around central Kentucky that don't even know you, but are very proud of you. And I'm sure that sometimes that's hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, um, and I'm sure. But but we are. Um, I appreciate your time because I know you're super busy. Uh, you're going to enjoy Thanksgiving coming up Christmas.
1: Yeah. Um, today, I'm actually like headed to Cincinnati to have like a dinner with my boyfriend's family. And then I'm bringing him back home And he's going to experience his first Thanksgiving Oh Yeah He was like raised Jehovah's Witness yeah. So he never got to experience that Or Christmas or birthdays or anything So uh, it'll be an interesting Thanksgiving Because I have like 30 fam- 30 plus family members coming down So we're going to kind of bombard him Well we're going to see fun. if
0: that being married mother thing happens Because if, if he gets frightened after this Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. we're going to have to be looking for somebody I else keeper, so. I, okay, think I think he's it's the all keeper though Okay good I think it's
1: all good The grandparents approved him so. Well
0: Mackenzie thank you Again, again, it was—it's been a pleasure for me, kind of sitting back and watching you sing and mm-hmm. belt out some amazing tunes, and then obviously being able to watch you on TV. But um, you are a delight, and we appreciate your time and just. What well, you're giving back to Central Kentucky and just the music world. And thank you. Thank you. So everybody, thanks so much for listening to Uniquely Kentucky. Hope you have a great holiday season that is upon us. Look for Mackenzie's new music coming out soon. Just keep checking her social media. And when it drops, you'll know. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, I'll see you on the news.